Welcome to Embracing Homemaking. I am your host, Leah Coleman. I am encouraging women of all seasons of life and all statuses, single, married, married with children, empty nesters, young children, um, single with children. All of us women are homemakers. It is our privilege to embrace the art of homemaking and to set the tone for our home and for our family and our home environment. And so it's exciting. I love doing what I do. Um, I am a stay-at-home mom. I have been a homemaker, stay-at-home homemaker um, since I got married and I've been married for nearly 20 years. And I really do love what I do. Um, it's been a journey. I've learned a lot and I have come to just really fully embrace homemaking and um, what that means and what a privilege it is and that it is valuable. <clears throat> Today's podcast, we're going to be talking about schedules. Um, I was reminded today, I was doing a Bible study, um, working through my Bible study, and um, she was talking about just how we can run and run and run and be exhausted and with our schedules. And um, that is something that Jason and I both strive really hard not to do. And um, we strive really hard at not running all the time and constantly going in opposite directions. And it, it definitely takes intentionality. Um, my personality is um, I'm a homebody. I even have a sign, I'm looking at it right now, in my dining room that says, let's stay home. That's kind of just how I've always been. That's my temperament. I don't like to run and be exhausted. Um, <clears throat> I like to be home. Um, my perfect day would be just a quiet day at home, um, relaxing. Yeah, that's, that's my kind of, that's just my personality. I know that there's other personalities out there that are really social and need to be going a lot. And so how does that all play into our schedules? Um, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. So I guess you want to title entitle or title this episode as um, embracing homemaking, being mindful of our schedules. And that as a homemaker, as the woman of the home who is the multitasker, who um, us as women are just created to, um, to multitask and also to think of many things at once. There's a book I read called men are like waffles and women are like spaghetti. I read that early on when I was married, highly recommend it. And it just explains how guys think um, in compartments. They don't think about multiple things at once. If they're working on a wood project, that's what they're thinking about. If we women are working on a wood project, we're also thinking about what we're going to make for supper. We're thinking about um, the shopping trip we need to make. We're thinking about the clothes we need to pick out. We're thinking about everything. Um, and so yeah, I highly recommend, this is totally off subject, but I highly recommend that book. I don't remember the author. It's been so many years ago since I read it, but it is called Men Are Like Waffles, Women Are Like Spaghetti. It will help you understand um, the way guys think, the way women think, and why sometimes we just aren't jiving. But anyway, um, so since us as women are designed to think about multiple things at once and get it done, um, that is also part of our homemaking skill is our schedules and kind of 
with the schedule, um, you have to know like the heartbeat of your family. If you um, are constantly on the run and everyone's exhausted and sick all the time, you might want to re-look at your schedule. So I will just talk about right off the bat um, what Jason and I do, how we manage our schedule, what we put into our schedule, and why. Um, so ever since our older kids, so we have three older kids, a senior in high school, a sophomore in high school, an eighth grader, and then we had Ty seven years after our youngest at the time. Um, so when our three older ones were young, we decided right away that we were going to make the choice that our kids could be in one sport per year. That really worked really well um, when Ty was born because he was a baby and um, it helped us not be running all the time with this tiny little baby with us. And so that I believe was key importance. Like our schedule has changed a little bit. We've added a little bit more, but Ty is much older. He's a first grader now. And so you have to, when you're, when you're looking at your schedule and how you're going to fill it up, you need to look at your whole family. Who's going to be affected by it? How are they going to be affected? And how does this work with our schedule? And you also have to, um, when you are creating your family schedule of all the activities you do, you also have to keep in mind, um, we keep, well, we keep in mind how important to us is family time. It is extremely important to us. Um, it is extremely important to us that we eat, we eat nearly every meal together, breakfast, lunch when everybody's home and supper together. Um, obviously during the school week, the kids are at school for lunch. Um, and then in the evening, you know, they might have sports or their practices running late or whatever. Um, but when it is possible and we do eat a lot of meals together, we eat each meal together. Why? Because it is a great time to just sit down and connect and talk about our days, what's going on with our days, how our days were at the end of the day, um, visit about what's going on in the news, visit about, um, you know, if we're reading a good book, what's the book about? We have a lot of good conversations. We have a lot of sometimes silent conversations. Sometimes we're just really tired. Um, but that is key in our schedule. That is very important to us is to have meals together. Um, also when, um, when we think about our schedule, um, Jason and I do not want to be running in opposite directions constantly. There are going to be times when we do run in opposite directions because we have four children. And, um, and so maybe one kid is at <clears throat> like, like, for example, this spring, um, Taylor and Jake are both in track. Taylor will be varsity. Jake will be junior high. And so some of their meets are in different locations. And so it will look like either one of us is going to one kid and the other is going to the other, or a lot of times it might look like we go to part of one and part of the other, um, probably depending on which activity they are in at track and what time those are at. Um, but for us running around is not fun. It just, is not fun. It it's exhausting to both of us. Jason works really hard on his um, day job, and so to spend all night running, running, running every night and all weekend 
is not enjoyable to us at all. Um, and so we are very particular about what we're in, about what activities we add and um, what we do. And I just believe that that, number one, that works really well for us. But just like the overall health of, a, of our bodies and our family is we just can't handle, I don't even know that we're created to run, 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 run constantly. We don't want to be out of touch with each other. Um, you know, uh, if, if, if all of our kids are constantly running in opposite directions and then Jason and I are running in opposite directions constantly, not just seasons of life, but constantly, I just don't think that would work very well for us. Um, just relationally, um, it would be harder to catch up by the time I would get home, I would be tired. I wouldn't want to talk. Um, so, and like I said earlier, there are people that can run and that's their makeup. They like to be on the go all the time. But I think that there has to be a balance with how much you're running and how it's affecting your family relationally, not only relationally, although that's super, super important, but health wise too. Are you constantly sick? I don't know. Um, if you are, maybe it's because you're running all the time. And why, why do we run all the time? I know that our society is an instant gratification, constantly need to be doing the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Um, I mean, just look at social media, Facebook, Instagram. Um, those are the two things that I'm on, but I'm not even on that often. Um, it's always updating. It's always like your next hit and what you get. And I just think that it affects our ability to be able to just slow down and just enjoy each other um, and our and our cut the company of our family. I mean, these are our family, the most important people in our life. Wouldn't we want our schedules to accommodate um, family first, like our family relationship with each other, with our spouse, if we have a spouse and our family relationship should really everything should be worked around that, not family time worked around all of our activities. Um, that's just my belief. I believe that that's just how it should be. Um, uh, I might be, you know, stepping on some toes there, but I just believe, you know, family is so important and the health of our family and talking to each other and building those relationships and as much fun as it is to go and watch our children in their activities um, and we should, I mean, we should go support them and encourage them to grow and learn, but we do not want it to take away from a relationship with them and talking with them and helping them grow as individuals. And then as they get older um, in high school, especially the upper grades, your relationship shifts to being, you're learning how to be friends with your kids. You're not taking away the parenting part, but you are, your relationship is in a new season. And so if you're constantly gone and they're constantly gone, then it's really hard to have that relationship build up. Um, so Jason and I are very aware of what is in our schedule. And I'm not even just talking about sports. I'm talking about um, even church activities. Church is important to us because God asks us to meet together with other believers and so it is very important to us, but we do not overfill our schedule with church activities just for the sake of going to church activities. Um, 
our our mindset is um, regular getting together with other believers, like Sunday morning church. That is like a non-negotiable. Everything else, that's negotiable. I don't see anywhere in the Bible that says you have to be at um, every prayer meeting, every Bible study, every youth group, every out of church activity that has to do with church. There's nowhere that says that, but it does say to get together regular, do not forsake the assembly of yourselves together. So that is a non-negotiable for us is church, like the church service, getting together with other believers to talk about the Bible and what God's teaching us and what God's, you know, what we're learning. Um, but everything else for our belief is that it's, it's negotiable. You do not have to do it. And we don't because we have seen churches where they are so adamant that you be at everything and you sacrifice all for church activities that it is detrimental to the relationships um, of the families that go there. We have seen that and that isn't even biblical. Um, and so obviously, as I've said many times, my perspective comes from the word of God. And so that's why you're hearing a lot about that. But so a non-negotiable for us is church and, um, but extra church activities, um, those are negotiable for us because that's not, we do not want to fill up our schedule and constantly be running and it takes away from our family time. And so that's just across the board, how we look at our schedule. What are we going to fill it with? If we're running all week long for track, because that's going to be coming up and I'm already like, oh my word, our schedule is busy. Then it's going where we are going to be very careful about what else we fill our weeks with. So for instance, if we've got track for Jake on Monday and track for Taylor on Tuesday and then track again on Thursday and then possibly track on Saturdays for the varsity meets, well, we're probably not going to be filling up our schedule with a lot more stuff because again, we just, it's so exhausting to run and run and run and it's exhausting to the relationship. And so uh, my encouragement in this and my challenge to you in this podcast episode is to look at your schedule and make choices today. If you have young kids, you know, preschool, whatever, that aren't even in sports activities yet, um, make choices today. Talk with your spouse and see, okay, you know what? When our kids are old enough to start sports, what's going to be, what is that going to look like? What do we want it to look like? And you know what? You could get into it and be like, yeah, they can be in two or three sports a year. And then you're like, whoa, that's way too much. Or you could be like, they're one, they're in one sport a year. And then you're like, you know what? I think we can add another one. And so you can get into it and you can change it up and see what works for you guys. Um, that's what we do. You know, like I said, Ty was a baby, so it worked really well where we were very, very careful about what we added. And now that he's older, we're adding more. But even with Ty, um, number one, he doesn't really want to be in sports. He doesn't, he loves sports and he's really good at them, but he does not like to be out and getting attention um, thankfully, because again, schedules, but we've even decided that mm, he might not even need to start baseball until he's older because why that's just why he's happy. We do not. One thing that I do remember when I was a kid was we didn't have all these organized sports. We would just go around the neighborhood, round up our friends and go to the, the nearest playground or somebody's um, driveway that had a basketball hoop. And we would just round up our friends and play there. We didn't have all these organized sports. 
And I really miss that. I really do. It seems like nowadays it's organized basketball all year long, organized baseball, organize this, organize that. And I'm just like, what happened to just playing? What happened to getting on our bikes, going and finding all of our friends or calling them up and being like, hey, let's meet at the basketball court at what time, you know, um, and let the kids be kids. Like not all this organized stuff. It drives me nuts. Um, we're just very, our mindset is just very simplistic. Let's just, let's just keep it simple, keep it fun, keep it, but learning, but not exhausting to the point that you just hate it. And so that's my challenge is to look at your schedule. Is it working for you? If it is great, ask your family, ask your spouse, is it working for your spouse? Cause my guess is that you've got two different personalities. You might have the goer and you might have the stare and you're going to have to work it out. Um, you know, and so make sure that your, your family dynamics are not being hindered by your schedules. Your family is so important. It is the most important next to your relationship with God. God created the family. And so your family unit is important. It is necessary that our schedules work for our family, not our family does what works for our schedule. Um, if you're a single person, I don't know, maybe you, maybe you do run too much. Maybe you need to relax more and not need to be running here and there and everywhere. Um, you too can check your schedule and see what, what is working? What is not working? Why am I doing all of this? That's another question. Why am I doing all this? Sometimes it's out outside of our, um, our family units expectations of us, you know, especially in really small towns, people can expect you to be in every activity because I need people. And, um, I just encourage everybody to do what works best for your family, not what somebody else expects of you. And so, yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is your schedule, you have to be very, um, aware of it. If it's working great, if it's not adjust it, um, you have to be very intentional. And when you make your decisions, it's going to be hard when you've got another opportunity that comes up, that sounds fun. It's going to be hard to say no, but you really need to just be like, you know what? We've been running all week. We're not doing that today. Um, we've, you know, we've done that with the kids too, where they've been gone and other, I know other parents have done that with their kids too, where the kids have been gone a lot for school activities or their school activities plus work. And they're like, you know what? Nope. You can just stay home today. That's good. That is good because we need to also learn how to just be, to just be still, enjoy the calm and enjoy the quiet and enjoy each other's company and um, not always needing to do the next thing. So have fun looking at your schedule, have fun rearranging it, have fun tweaking it, um, sitting down with your spouse if you have one and just talking about, hey, is this working for you? Is it working for me? Why are we so exhausted? This might be why we're exhausted or why do we do all these activities? I don't even know. Um, Jason and I talk about it all the time. We really do. It's a constant conversation of, is this working? Why are we doing this? Can we fit this in? Let's do this. Let's not do this. Okay. We've got some choices this week. Which ones do we want to do? Um, it, it shouldn't, our schedule shouldn't be something that we just keep filling up. It should be something that works for our family. That's my challenge to you. That's my encouragement schedule. Make your schedule work for your family, not your family work for your schedule.